You are listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 42 with Marithu Parikh, productivity mentor, keynote speaker, podcast host, and best-selling author. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible female business owners and leaders, tools for you on your personal and professional journey, and needed conversation and education to equip you with the tools to forge your path in today's world. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women who are seeking a different type of conversation, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She have you ever heard of over syndrome before if there was a dictionary definition of over syndrome what i would imagine would be in there would probably be definition number one 2020 and then beyond that our guest marithu parikh explains over syndrome as overwhelmed overstretched and simply just over it. And today we have a really awesome conversation with her. She is a productivity mentor, keynote speaker, podcast host, and best-selling author of a book called Accomplish It, Seven Simple Actions to Get the Right Things Done and Achieve Your Goals. How awesome does that sound? She helps women around the world with demanding careers and an overachieving mindset to beat procrastination, reach goals, and squash overwhelm. And let me tell you that today's conversation does not disappoint. We dive into her strategies on streamlining tasks and mastering habits, and those things have been featured in the Huffington Post, U.S. News, and World Report, Real Simple, and other media outlets. Her global life and control program teaches four universal steps to ditch stress and create space for what matters most. Her business is called Life is Organized, and she has some amazing tips for us today and has just a brilliant outlook and framework for how we can stop Ending our days feeling like we didn't get everything done. Ending our days feeling just more anxiety and overwhelm than how we started our days. And this conversation is so timely. If we would have had it before COVID hit, I know that we all would have gained so much from it. And I also know that since COVID has hit, so many of us have had added things onto our plate that we didn't voluntarily put there. In the past, probably we fill our own plates a little bit too full. And I uh, am raising my hand here and acknowledging that that has definitely been me in the past. And then what happened in the shift and transition of COVID, at least for me, and I know a lot of other moms out there, was adding the element of homeschooling your children adding the element of trying to work from home while also still balancing all the things even more so than before. So this conversation was a really eye-opening one for me. Again, has so much advice to give us, so many different tools and resources that you can tap into 
which you know that we love here at She Leads Me. That's what we try to bring to you, whether it's a speaker or we're putting together our own resources or we're pointing you in the direction of other people's. So make sure to check out the show notes today because we have links to her podcast. We have links to she's got a free resource, 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed and has some incredible things on her site and just overall a warm person. I really loved meeting her today and just getting the chance to talk to her and dive in and already like before the conversation was even over before we got off the call I just I was like oh my gosh I would love to stay connected and love to collaborate with you. She has so much brilliance so I'm excited to introduce to you the amazing Mrithu Parikh. Good morning, Mithru. How are you today? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. You connected with me on Facebook. You told me all of, well, a snippet of like all of the things that you do and provide for people. And it was just so in line with the listeners that we have as part of this podcast. And I'm really excited to introduce them to you. So why don't you go ahead and start with telling us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Sure. I'm a, well, my official title is productivity coach, which essentially means I help women, women who are doing it all, right? Doing all the things for all the people all the time, are juggling a lot and are feeling overwhelmed. I help them feel more in control of their time and their resources and their energy. And I help them through one-on-one coaching or group coaching, or I go into companies and I'll, I'll train and speak there and speak at conferences a lot too. Yeah, that's amazing. And sounds like just the thing that we need, like in general, plus like insert the current times and like so much overwhelm is happening. Yeah. It's kind of become like the word now. I feel like overwhelmed. I have, I'm thinking I need to get like another word because that's just, right. you know, we're all, everyone's just overwhelmed at this time. Yeah, but it's not encompassing yeah. like the actual meaning anymore. We're all kind yeah. of getting just used to the word. Yeah. Right. So let's back up a little bit before we kind of dive into um, s- some of, you know, more of what you do, but let's dive into how did you even put this company together? Like what's your background? Where did you come from to to see this need and then decide to start your own thing and help teach and train and educate? Well, a long time ago, uh, actually probably about 15 years ago, my husband got a job opportunity down South. I'm from New York, always been a New Yorker in New York City, and he got a job in Nashville. And at that time, Nashville was not the it city. It was not cool. Uh, (laughs) But uh, and he couldn't get me there. I was like, there's no way we're going there, except he said the magic words, which was, you won't have to work. Um, because at that point, I had a two-year-old. I was working in Manhattan in a corporate marketing job, working 12, 14-hour days. And I thought, well, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be home and raise my baby. So we, that was how he got me here. We moved. And within a year, I had my, then I had my second son. I was like, I'm going cray-cray. This, I need to do something else. <laughs> This isn't, this isn't for me. I love my kids. I love that, but I need, I want to do something else. And so I was fortunate enough at that time to not have to go back to the corporate world and embark on some opportunities on my own. I really had no idea what I was doing or no business getting into business, but I did have this burning desire of just helping other women. I didn't even know how. I just knew I loved working with women and I just wanted to do something. And so I started my 
career as a professional home organizer. Now, again, this is back like way before Marie Kondo and like no one even knew what that meant. And, <laughs> and so that was really fun. I did that for a little bit, but I very quickly realized that I really didn't enjoy, even though I loved organizing and I'm pretty skilled at it, I didn't enjoy doing that for other people as much as teaching them the skills to learn to do it themselves, which really got me thinking more about coaching and training. I always say like women were leaning on me instead of learning from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sort of my, my transition into coaching and teaching. And as that business grew, my life got crazier, right? My, my kids were growing and the business was growing. And I realized I was, I was like flailing all over. I was overwhelmed. I was just scattered. I was getting frustrated. And so I started just learning productivity and time management skills for my own, just for my own personal use. And as I was developing and growing my business and, you know, seeing how things are flourishing, I transitioned my business that way, just knowing that, you know, I think this is really what women need because even before you can organize your house, you've got to figure out your priorities and where to make the time and how to fit it on your calendar. And so that's about about four or five years now, I've been completely focused on productivity and time management for women. That sounds incredible. You made a statement that I wrote down, which was that people were leaning on you instead of learning from you, mm-hmm. which I can just like immediately, like a few different like things in my life, like flipped through my brain of like, oh, wow. Like that, that is a very profound like sentence, which just even in that moment was like, there, there are things where I could intentionally actually shift that which would be better for everybody because like you you know kicked us all off like we are so used to being all the things to all the people and that is i think such a a pivotal statement did that come from you feeling that way or did that come from you experiencing other just watching other people feel that way it's definitely a combination, which is where I think some of our best businesses come out of like our own passions, right? Yes. And so for sure, me feeling that way, again, work, business and family and all the things we do, community. And then of course, working just with more with other women, even, even back when I was home organizing, I'd be in their homes and I could see the level of overwhelm. And it wasn't just the stuff or the clutter, it's the prioritization or the time to work out or you know, feeling overwhelmed with all the school activities or whatever it may be, you know, there was, there's a, yeah, definitely a combination of both, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's great to hear that I'm not the only one that feels that way. <laughs> I think sometimes in our journey, in our path, we just feel like this is what we have to do. We just have to make it happen. We have to do it. We have to get through this X, Y, and Z to make it through the next, you know, place of overwhelm. And uh, it's, it's great to know that and remind ourselves that this isn't just like us alone feeling that way. We all feel that way. Women especially take a lot of ownership in that space. Um, so, so when someone comes to you, where do you guys start? How do you help them prioritize to kind of get them feeling more at ease? Mm-hmm. So essentially we go through like a four phase, I guess, a a framework that I have, four different 
pillars, if you will. But really the first place that we start, and I think this maybe sometimes surprises people, but the first thing I want to get clear on with them and help them get clear on are their goals and the vision that they have. Mm -hmm. So I think you and I are both saying, you know, we're doing all the things. I think especially as women, we're just like innate nurturers. We're caretakers. And so we tend to put other people's needs ahead of ours or just doing all the things. So in that process, I think sometimes we can lose sort of just the end goal. Like, what is it that we're after? What are we trying to achieve? Why are we doing this? Because we can, you know, you can spend the whole day, you can go 12 hours straight, 14 hours straight, and then still feel like I got nothing done today. Mm -hmm. And we're just sort of treading water or going through the motions every day. And so what I like to do is just step back and just say, okay, if you had your ideal state or your ideal environment or ideal business or whatever it may be, what does it look like and how does it feel and what are we actually trying to do? Because otherwise we're just going to keep going, 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 going. And I don't even, you know, you just don't necessarily sure what it's for. The analogy I'll always say, it's kind of like if you packed up your bag for vacation and you fought through at one time when we had traffic and then went through the, the horrendous security line at the airport. <laughs> and then you looked up at the board and you're like, hmm, where should I go today? That's like kind of how we live our lives a lot because we're just like getting through it, getting through it, getting through it. And they're just like, I don't even know what, what it is. So that's the first thing we're going to do. Yeah. The second thing is that once you're really clear on like, here, here's my, here's what I want to do. So, um, you know what, do you want to, do you want to do something like, what would be a goal? Maybe you might have. Oh, Mm. should we do that? Let's see. And I know you have a lot of, a lot of things going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll choose business. So I think a goal for me right now is to, um, uh, feel less stretched Mm -hmm. and, um, focus on just a few things instead of all the things or (laughs) figure out how to, I guess the other thing that I, that I work with here is like, how, how do I still provide resources and tools for other people by leveraging other people's talents and like leveraging other things, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, that makes those things, but like leverage the brilliance of other people, um, or scale my focus down. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think they're kind of related, I think, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. so we might work on, we'd probably, you and I would massage it a little more and kind of come up with a, a goal that's really clear in terms of how do we quantify that or, mm-hmm. you know, what does that look like? Maybe in hours or, you know, we, we'd, or right. money or whatever it might be. So we right. do some massaging there, but yeah. let's say you're like, okay, you know what? I really want to get to a place where I'm leveraging other resources better. So maybe I'm using less time. Great. Mm-hmm. So the second thing we do then is start really looking really nitty gritty into your calendar and your schedule. And I call this the time and freedom phase where we're creating the time. So you, and in this case, you have the freedom to do what you really want to do. And where do you find that space? So it's truly getting into there from the first thing in the morning till evening. How are you spending your time? Where are you putting your energy? Are you getting caught up in all the distractions and all the interruptions? Um, are the things that you're, you're currently spending your time on, is it really in alignment with that goal? And if not, then where do we shift things? Maybe we delete some things, maybe we add some things, maybe. And at the same time, you know, part of that whole freedom is probably, and I want to be spend time with my kids and I want to have time for my health and I want to, you know, so where do we fit all that in? So basically there was just this whole phase of like really working with your, taking your goal and then working into your calendar and schedule. 
And then the third phase would be creating systems and processes. So this is so awesome that the, the goal that you picked because you're like, this are probably all about systems. So, yeah. you know, I say if you do those first two pieces right, if you're really clear in your goal and you have the time and freedom, like the time and space in your calendar, that's an awesome start. But we all know if you don't have a system behind it, it's going to fall apart, right? In like right. two days, it's going to fall apart. Right. <laughs> so maybe this is where we would sit and be like, okay, so where do you create, you know, the workflow and where do we get the systems with your other you know, team members or consultants or whoever it may be. And what does that look mm -hmm. like? And what's the line of the communications and all that kind of great, good stuff to make it actually happen. And then finally, we end with communication and leadership, which is really all about like communication and boundaries, which I think is another area where we can totally fall apart. Because again, if we do all the right things, we got the goal, we got the time, you know, the system, if you can't really communicate it well or hold up those boundaries, let's say with the resources you want to leverage, mm -hmm. like the team members, then again, you're going to risk failure. And I, I do feel like that last part is, is left out. A lot of times when I, in productivity, when you think about it, yeah. like we're, you know, it's, it's just like really effectively communicating those systems, but also creating those boundaries between you and them and the email and all that kind of stuff. So that's like the yeah. whole system. <laughs> that's great. And I'm glad that that's part of it because that's a question that's just been kind of like percolating in my mind as you start to talk about these things. It's like, that's great that like we've made the commitment like okay yeah like this sounds great like I'm not going to be all the things to all the people but then when all of those people <laughs> yeah. are like but wait but wait a second like I'm really used to this way of things happening like I I'm glad that's part of your process because that I think is a thing where it where it is hard for us to kind of create those boundaries so how, how do people communicate, right? And maybe that's different for each mm -hmm. person or circumstance, right? But what would be some of those examples, I guess, where people would communicate and kind of help set those boundaries firm? So I think that the word they hit was communication. And I think we just, again, as women and we're busy, I think we feel we keep so much in our head and so much of their stress of, even if I maybe told this person that whatever it might be, that they're going to resent it or they're going to not comply or they're going to think it. I don't know. We make up these stories. We have like a lot. We're like really good storytellers. We have yeah. all these stories in our head about like how everyone else is going to respond and react. Whereas I always say, put yourself in that situation. If someone else came to you and were like, hey, listen, I would love to, I think this would benefit us, benefit us all if we tried X, Y, Z way, or maybe we could put a system in place to help this. Or you know what, why don't we each focus on our own um, priorities for the first half of the day and then the second half of the day we can work, we can kind of be more responding to our emails and texts or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. If someone came that said that to you and it was truly something that was in your benefit and would make you, you know, get more done in less time, of course, you'd be probably really responsive and react very positively, but we feel like, I don't know, for some reason, some kind of getting out of the comfort zone or introducing maybe a new way is going to like turn everybody off. Mm. So first of all, I just want to like put that, let's just dispel that because it's, it's not true. You know, typically yeah. uh, um, if we can have that communication, if we can just feel comfortable in having these conversations that you're going to find that the people you work with are like, really want to make it work too and partner with you. So um, that's the first thing I'd say. Yeah. And then secondly, in terms of actually laying it out or putting it out again, I think that we, we keep a lot of them in our head in the sense like um, 
we just sort of feel like everyone's supposed to know exactly how to do things the way we do it instead of perhaps creating a checklist, a simple checklist or a document or a step-by-step video or just some way that there, there's very little room for error because we're so clear on the system that you might put together or have them put together. So I think it's a combo. It's one is sort of just having the, just the language communication, talking to them and then backing it up with some type of documentation or video or something that there's, mm-hmm. you know, the communication is clear. Yeah, that's really good, both personally and professionally. That's yes. <laughs> a really good way to, to figure that out. So you have some resources on your website. You want to talk about that a little bit and like maybe where the best place for people to kind of get started. They may even already be just feeling overwhelmed, just like thinking about all the things that they shouldn't be overwhelmed about. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So I have a a few resources. So if you come on over to lifeisorganized.com, that's my website there, you'll see right on that first page, there's one called um, 21 I'm going to have 21 killer hacks to stop feeling overwhelmed. So it's 21 killer hacks to stop feeling overwhelmed. You can get that at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, or come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources, resources. And there you'll find 21 killer hacks to stop feeling overwhelmed. I have another resource called how to finally stop procrastinating. And I have a third one called six smart ways to get and stay focused. So kind of pick and choose, which is the one that you're like, okay, that one is totally me. And you can go over there and grab those. Yeah, which one you're gravitating towards right now, or maybe all of them. Because also let's talk about the current state of the world right now and how much even more so probably these conversations are heightened for you. Um, Give us kind of like a pulse. Like, what are you hearing out there from other women? Like, you know, I, I think that this is also a time where we're trying to find ways to still connect with other people, but we are feeling so isolated. So it, it would be, I think, really beneficial for us to hear about what you're hearing out there from other women and, and where kind of people are at just in general. Yeah. I've been hearing that when this first started, it's almost the first two months, probably all of us can relate to it. It was just so so overwhelming. It was so new. We had to make so many adjustments, whether it's like technology, but socially, home life, all that, you know, there was so much going on. And of course, then just the anxiety of getting sick and everything. So it's been a lot. But now what I've been hearing more and more is that it's almost going to be harder to get back to it because we've sort of created that new normal. People have pivoted either their businesses or just they're not commuting two hours a day anymore. So Mm -hmm. they have more time to exercise or, you know, just be more relaxed. However, I will say the moms and dads out there with young kids, it is a struggle. I mean, it is, I, my heart just goes out for them. I feel really fortunate in many ways right now, but also my teens at this point. So they're pretty Mm -hmm. self-sufficient, but yeah, I think if you have a three-year-old and a five-year-old or two, you know, it's, it is virtual. It is very, very, very challenging to be able to do your work and, you know, have children running around. And so I, I feel, I really feel for them that it's, it's you know, and, and then it's, wor- it's worrisome. Do they go back to school? Do they not go back to school? So already on top of all the responsibilities, there's just so much anxiety and stress and decisions to be made. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And how... Like what are maybe, I know that um, 
like you're you're really good about like equipping people with like the tools and stuff right like so i know one thing that um we had talked about in our messaging before was how you can feel accomplished at the end of each day right and this was pre like our conversation started pre-covid so mm -hmm. are there maybe a couple of those things that um you could share with our audience that that might be feeling that extra added COVID overwhelm. Yeah. Like how can we end our days with more peace? Um, how can we end our days just with feeling less anxiety and less overwhelm right now? Yeah. Great question. So I think one of the, the best ways for us to feel fulfilled or accomplished is to do what we set out to do. And it sounds really simple, but it's kind of like if you have a goal and you're able to complete it, you know, you just feel good. You're like, okay, this was a good day. And, and if we don't, then we feel bad. So, um, so a lot of times women, especially we will have 20 things on our to-do list for the day. And they're typically like, they might be actually be on a to-do list or it's a to-do list on our head, but you know, we have all these things we want to get done. And then at the end of the day, especially now when it's crazy and everyone's home and you're taking care of everyone's needs, we get through eight, let's say. And eight might be really good. Like you probably got a lot of things done, but what do we usually focus on if we get the eight out of the 20 done? The, the ones that are left. <laughs> yeah. Right. The only thing you can think of at the end of the day is how badly I failed. I didn't get the other 12. I suck. This is terrible. I'm never going to get, you know, it's just, it's like this rabbit hole of like bad, like spiraling self-sabotage. Right. So, so I would say more than ever right now, We've got to, I would say, pick three, at most five, but just say even three, top priorities that you want to get done for the day. Let go of this idea, I'm going to do 20. Uh, first of all, even before COVID, that was too much. It was just, you know, we just wanted to, but especially now you're like, what can I do to make myself just feel really motivated and inspired at the end of the, at the, end of the day is to actually reach my goals. Well, then let me keep my goals to three, my top three. I call my top three every day. And even on a day when, I think I have eight hours ahead of me, or I just have two hours ahead of me. There's three things that I know like must happen, you know, before my head hits the pillow. And if I can achieve those three, and since it's only three, it's, they're more achievable, right? You can figure out a way to make them work. Then you feel really good at the end of the day. Then you're not focused on everything I didn't get done. You're like, I had three, I finished my three, I feel good. And I'm going to do three more for tomorrow. So that's one just kind of very tactical way, I think, but it does, it is kind of a mindset shift there. So you don't add anything. Like if you get your three done, it's like, yep, I did it. And now I'm allowing myself to, to feel accomplished for the day. Is that how you approach it? Yeah. And everything else is gravy. Now it's like, oh, well, I said three, but I got 12. Well, that's amazing. Now I'm a rock star, okay, right? Yeah. But you're yeah. like, but at least what I set out to do, I did. I think that we, we set ourselves up for like feel like failures because we overextend what we think we can get done and the expectations are not realistic. And anyway, so it just, you know, it gets ends up in a negative emotional state versus just right. a positive emotional state. Right. Right. Um, so I think that's just a very kind of like tactical way. And then other things, and I'm sure, I know you talk about this and like we've all heard them before, but it is like the simple things like, do a note of gratitude in the evening or a note of gratitude in the morning, or, um, you know, I have an app that's called gratitude. That's all it is. And so the, the reminder comes up on the note in my phone at 8 a.m. And I think I have it at 10 p.m. And it just says, and you just type in one thing of gratitude and that's it. You know, it's like something as simple as that. Um, or, 
take this time while we're home to do a little bit of self-care, whether it's like stretching, yoga, walking, something at the beginning of the day. And also where I think we really miss out on that is it's great to do all this stuff at the beginning of the day, which is, I think that's where we hear a lot about it, about like the morning routine. And I'm a big believer in it. I think it's, it's grounds you and it's amazing, but I don't feel like that lasts the entire day. Like I, I feel like it's great for my morning and then I'm completely at my lunch. It's like I'm out of steam and I'm running out, I'm scattered. So it's great to do these practices. And I mean, literally for a minute, like a one minute that of a meditation app called Insight Timer. And they have slews of one minute meditations. You just, sometimes I'm like, I'm just stressed. I'm just going to click on it and do a one minute, shut my eyes, breathe, listen to, the, I listen to them, you know, like I do the, the guided ones. You feel so much better just taking 10 deep breaths or just take one walk around the house or one walk around the house, you know, outside the house, like around your block. Um, in the middle of the day, I think those little small pieces, like those energy, the energy you need in the middle of your day is it can sometimes be even more powerful than in the, in the start because yeah. we're just depleted, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So many good tidbits. So many things that people can just implement right away, like right now, pause this podcast and even just go like find that app or just yeah. take their 10 deep breaths, right? Like so many amazing resources. This is just so great and good. Um, I like to wrap up our conversations by asking our guests a couple of questions. And one of them would be like, so for you as a person on this journey of finding where your brilliance lies, finding where you want to be developing your own personal business. Um, how have you developed yourself as a person? So what books or resources have you tapped into to be able to get to this place that you're at today? Oh gosh, I'm like a personal development junkie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's so many. Um, I mean, I think, and I, and I also try to develop the skills, obviously on the business side. So read all the marketing and and um, business books as well. So in terms of, I'll keep it, I'll, maybe I'll do three different types. So I'd say in terms of like a true kind of productivity habit forming book, probably my absolute favorite is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm -hmm. Have you read that? I have, yeah. Yeah, so good, right? He's so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite podcasts is James Wedmore and he, it's called... Um, Oh my gosh, what is this? What is it called? I oh know it's James Wedmore. I can't think of what it's called, but um, okay. but he actually he's built this you know seven figure business, multiple seven figure business. But his podcast is all about how he uses the woo woo, like this kind of you know non business techniques into or how he brings that into his business, and that's really helped him grow. Oh, wow, um, so that's been a great one. Um, and then just other, let me think of just other books that I, um, I love. I love anything with Steve, like Stephen Covey. So he's also time management, but he's very, there's a lot of just sort of, I just think like personal development in that. So yeah. I don't know if that answers it, but there's just such a Absolutely. wide variety, but I definitely um, love podcasts, audiobooks, books, just anytime I can feed my mind with any thing positive in any way. Um, yeah. I love it. So yeah. Awesome. I always love to hear what people tap into because I myself am also, yeah, like personal development, like, like, yes, all day, every day. Like, I don't know the last time 
Like when people ask you like, oh, what do you read for pleasure? I'm like, I read these things for pleasure, actually. Like I really love them, right? So it's always great to hear what other people tap into because as much as I am like seeking and trying to find different things that I can add into like my library, it's, there's always something that comes up where I'm like, I haven't heard of that. And that's a great thing to tap into. So thank you for sharing yeah. those things with us today. And then to wrap up, you've mentioned so many amazing tips and helpful things for us today. If you could kind of summarize the top three for helping women to feel less overwhelmed today, what would those be? Okay. I'd say first, just this is kind of a big one, but get clear and don't overthink it, but just be like, if, and maybe you could even bring it down to a daily basis because that's sometimes just easier. Like what would make me feel good today? What is my goal for today? You know, like what would make me feel good at the end of the day? Start there. Then the second thing is do that, the top three, like I said, it's like, here's what would make me feel good. Here's like three things I can do to get there. Three of my top three. And then the final third step, I'd say, actually, we didn't talk about this, but Put it on your calendar, those three. Not just I'm going to get them done, not just on the to-do list, but I'm going to do the first one from 10 to 11, the second one at one to two, and the third one at you know, five to six, and actually put it on there because it's amazing how quickly our days just fly by. They get away from us between all the meetings and the appointments and the kids and the cooking and all that. And so if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much does happen when it is on your calendar. Right. So. That's where I'd say it's like number three, bring it home. That's like an always the gap. To me, that's always the gap with what we think we're going to get done and what we actually get done is whether it's on the calendar or not. Yeah. Excellent. So amazing. So helpful and insightful. How can women connect with you from here? I know you mentioned your website. If you want to mention that again, and then what social platforms are you on? Like, where can we go follow you? So yeah, so lifeisorganized.com. Again, you can come over to slash resources. I'm most active on Facebook and I'm actually really active on LinkedIn. So if anyone you know, wants to connect with me there, please come on over. On Facebook, it's Life is Organized. On LinkedIn, it's my name, Rithu Parikh. So you'll just have to go to the show notes for that because it's too hard to say. So yeah, Life is Organized is a lot easier. Um, and then also you can find me on Amazon. I have a book uh, called Accomplish It. Um, we can also find that over on my website. And lastly, I have a podcast called Productivity on Purpose. So that's, I love for friends to discover me or get to know me better there. Heather, I know like you too, because yeah, that's where you can really learn someone's just more about their insights and their personality and you feel like so connected with them. So that's another great place. Absolutely. So many different ways, so many different resources. Thank you for doing what you do. We'll link all of that so that if you're listening right now in the podcast, you can just go click to those things and find them for yourself. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. You're awesome. And thank you for all the value you put out in the world. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the She Lucy podcast. If you enjoyed it, would you do us a favor? Would you go on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? And then also while you're there, go ahead and share the podcast with your fellow female leaders. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and to get the latest information about the She Leads Me community and see what we're up to. We will see you next time.